Hey, Northeast Pennsylvania, it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can also catch the podcast anywhere you get your favorite podcast and listen anytime you want. Download, listen on your ride, listen in the gym, wherever you need it, whenever you want it. It's 3.09 here on this Friday. 77 degrees and partly sunny here in Northeast Pennsylvania. We're going to jump right into this uh, today because I got my uh, good friend Ed Morrissey on the phone. He's the managing editor for HotAir.com over at Town Hall Media. He has his uh, daily podcast, The Ed Morrissey Show, and uh, does a Facebook Live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Ed, thanks for joining us on the Rob O'Donnell Show. It's been a while, my friend. It has been a while. I'm so glad to be talking to you. Yeah, I, I saw this article, and I, I just said I got to get Ed on. We got to touch base. Uh, uh, it was a great article. So, and it's basically you know some of the things that I've been talking about you know for the past two weeks. But you, you have this story out on HotAir.com. The, the AP poll: Biden approval still tanking, and the rematch no one wants. Yeah. Well, listen. Listen. I think that there's a lot of bad news in there for um, for Joe Biden. There's not a whole lot of great news for Republicans in there either. And I think that that's something that uh, we are going to have to be, you know, very much keeping an eye on as we go along. Uh, It's very clear that there isn't a whole lot of uh, broad, uh, broad support for either of the two candidates from 2020 to be renominated by their parties. Uh, 75%, this is of, of all Americans now, 75% oppose Joe Biden being in the, in the race next year. 70% or 69%, I believe it is, that uh, oppose Donald Trump being on the ticket. Now, obviously this is not talking just in the realm of primary voters in both parties where both men have more support. But, I mean, this is a general electorate look at, uh, at a America that doesn't want not just a rematch of 2020, but doesn't even want either of the 2020 candidates in there. And yet the two, the two big political parties seem to be moving towards giving them exactly that, exactly what they don't want. Yeah, and, and I just don't get it. We, 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 I've been talking about it here, and it, it's, it's, it's a subject here where you get it from all ends. If, if you're critical of Trump and say, you know, listen, we got to move on as a party. We have to look forward. You know, you have the, that, that, Trump, that Trump clan out there that just viciously comes after you and attacks you. No, it's, I'm, I'm gonna, if it's not Trump, it's no one. Well, then you're just giving it to Joe Biden. So I, I don't understand that mentality. And, and when you look at just GOP polling, Donald Trump is looking at about 73%, 74% just in, in conservatives and Republicans. And he's going to need all of that plus about 8%, 12 to 8 to 12% of independents and, and Democrats to, to get anywhere in a general election. And I just don't, with him only having 75%, 73% now, I don't see it. I don't see it either. I, I will tell you why that we're, we're in that is because the internal structure of both parties is sort of attuned to that. For Biden, he's the incumbent president, right? So unless there is a really good reason uh, to dump your um, to dump your incumbent president, every party, you know, both parties in that situation would renominate the president. Now we can certainly argue that there is good reason to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to get um, Joe Biden out of there, he's you know clearly uh, not capable of uh, being um, in charge. I mean, very, very clearly, this is a guy who is just 
not competent any longer and is barely, barely, barely hanging on in terms of being able to um, to do the job. Uh, but that's a obviously that's a decision the Democrats have to make. For Trump, the um, the issue is is that you've got a lot of people who are very very resentful about the way that um, lawfare has been conducted against Donald Trump. They're still very resentful of what they see as the irregularities, at the very least, of the uh, 2020 election, and feel that justice demands that Donald Trump be uh, reelected to the presidency. Now, that's certainly you know an arguable position, right? The problem is is that you're probably not going to have enough support for that position among the general election to to carry the day. That, I mean, certainly that's that's still left to be seen, right? So you can say, well, you know, that's that's just your you know, that's, you can do the Big Lebowski thing. Well, that's just your opinion, man. <laughs> but I mean, that's why we do polls. And that's while polls are not exact, the numbers on this particular Associated Press NORC poll, um, they're large. Yeah. <laughs> These are large, large numbers. This is not something that is within any stretch of the idea of some sort of, um, um, you know, polling bias here or sample bias. There is a sample bias in this poll, by the way. But, I mean, this is what we're seeing here is way outside of that. It's just way outside of that. So um, that's the reason why we're kind of going into this uh, dead end, I think, is is really the only way that you can put this. This is a dead end. We're about ready to get into a dead end here. And I don't think that there's any real way out of it. Yeah, and I think we're both, you know, pretty much on the same page. Is, is I just don't see Donald Trump getting to the votes needed to, to win that electorate in 2024. I mean, if you look at the polls now, again, they're early polls, they're pre-primary polls. I get that, you get that, but you said they're so out of the norm with the, with that plus or minus that you really have to take it seriously. And I think that's why you're talking about it. A lot of people are talking about it. I, I think in your story, you, you tweeted Byron York, who who did some good work on it, and. Uh, so, so I think it's pretty clear. I, I just don't see him getting that threshold. If you look at independents, if you look at Democrats, if you look at Republicans who are now fully supportive of him or, or against him, he just doesn't reach that, you know, that 53, 54 percent that he's going to need to get over that threshold to get those electoral votes. But with the Joe Biden and the Democrats, there's just this bigger dynamic. Yes, you know, he gets the he gets the blessing to be the guy because he's in the office now regardless. But with his conditions, with the way he is, his age, just simply his age, let's take that, and a Kamala Harris is a vice president, do you have moderate Democrats say, you know, I can't vote for him because I can't see him as being stable, and I don't want a Kamala Harris. So what do they do then? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. What do they do? Because right now what you're talking about here is, again, the uh, – what's what's the right term that I'm trying to use? It's a, it's a stalemate. Kamala Harris was brought to this ticket to be the future, right? So even if you have Biden retire, you almost then have to uh, go with Kamala Harris. That was sort of the deal that was made. That's certainly expressly what Joe Biden had promised uh, when he appointed her, or not appointed her, but chose her for a running mate. And so if if he's not your candidate, and you find somebody else other than Kamala Harris, all of a sudden the promise to make sure that the next ticket is more diverse than their previous tickets looks like a lie. And there are going to be 
uh, interest groups there that are going to be very, very angry with that. If that's the result, they're going to be very, very angry with that um, with that result. But but interest groups are not. I mean, she was disliked across the board during the Democratic primary. It's not like she has the the backing. I, you know, I, again, they'll go to identity politics, but she doesn't have the backing of, of the party at all to, to be that person. So do they look to run with a different vice president or I mean, I, I don't see what they don't have a bench at all. They actually do, but the problem is, is that the, their bench is not being is not being well touted, and in part because of this diversity demand. Right again, it goes back to the 2020 election. Remember in 2019 that the Democrats really were claiming that they were going to run a a a black female for president. They really wanted to run a black female for president in order to make the claim of being the most diverse party and that sort of thing. And it didn't work because the one person whose hopes that rested on was Kamala Harris, and she flamed out. For some reason, Joe Biden picked her rather than, say, Val Demings, who would have been the smarter choice, uh, to be vice president, even though she had already shown how incompetent of a campaigner she was. And since she's been in office, it's become very clear that she's not competent as an office holder either. Or even as as a campaigner, she is she offers nothing but word salads. It's 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 an ongoing uh, sort of a joke, political joke, and they can't rest their hopes on her. But who do you who do you have on the bench other than Kamala Harris? You've got Gavin Newsom, who's a white male. You've got um, uh, Roy Cooper, maybe who would probably be be a a pretty decent uh, competitor, but he's another white male. Uh, you've got uh, uh, you've got maybe Jared Paulus in Colorado, who's a white male, but he is you know he's gay, so at least it checks a diversity box of sorts for um, for Democrats. But I mean, it's a, they're in a jam. They don't have anybody that they can point to and say, oh look, this is this is this is where we're going to go with our diversity push post Biden. They just don't have anybody for that. And for 2024, they're pretty much just locked into a Biden-Harris ticket again because, uh, I mean, we're running out of time at this point. Right. They, they don't really have any other options. And if they push Biden out, really, they almost have to go with Kamala Harris or they're going to risk a huge rift within the party uh, just at the same time that they are trying to, um, you know, um, win another uh, election. I mean, it's, it's that bad. And so I'm back on the Republican side with 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 the math just not working out for Donald Trump you know, as we see it today. You know, before the primary, he's refusing to debate this first debate. It appears now he's come out and pr- pretty much stated that. Where do we see the, the primary, the Republican ticket going at this point? Where do we see the, the, the cast for this first debate for this for this to moving forward, you know, as far as the GOP? got the you've got eight candidates in there you've got some last minute maneuvers trying to get um uh more people into that uh, into that uh debate i i'm not sure what happens there i think it's the first scrimmage i guess of the season so we're not really sure how people are going to react on that i mean i think after this we're going to get a better a better sense of the, the candidates you've got you know ron DeSantis. they had this incredibly dumb memo uh, from never back down with with the idea that he should um, defend Donald Trump in the debate <laughs> at the same time that you know Donald Trump is taking every single opportunity he's got to to trash him publicly 
Uh, you've got um, Chris Christie, who's going to take every opportunity to slam Donald Trump. You've got uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, who's going to try to look like he can be presidential. You've got more known quantities. Ron DeSantis is you know, obviously the not-Trump lane leader. You've got Nikki Haley and Mike Pence, both of whom are very well-known quantities. You've got Doug Burgum, who's known in uh, North Dakota, but, I mean, is not really known very well outside of that. But he's a governor, and he's been a pretty effective governor there. It'll be interesting, but I don't think anybody's going to have a really good sense of where this is going to go until after that first scrimmage. Yeah, and then now we've just got the announcement today or yesterday that uh, Donald Trump is going to be on with Tucker Carlson on a different platform during this debate, you know, going through through his thing, probably just taking pot shots at the debate to begin with, uh, like like a Donald probably. Trump does. So that just throws a whole other dynamic into it because, you know, here he is able to say what he wants to say without being challenged whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's certainly going to be a an interesting dynamic. I'm not sure how how that's really going to play out. I mean, Tucker Carlson's on Twitter. Uh, the idea was to counter-program so it would take attention away from the debate. But, you know, on Twitter, you can just go back and check out the tweet. So a lot of people probably are just going to watch the debate, then go back and see what Donald Trump had to say, or they'll just, you know, have Donald, Tr- Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson going while the debate's going on. But my guess is that people are going to be tuning in to the extent that they tune into that Tucker Carlson Donald Trump interview it's going to be find out what Tucker Carlson does not so much what Donald Trump has to say yeah yeah I I agree there and just the mere fact that Donald Trump is not participating in this first debate turns me off on as a voter as a conservative voter I I want to see his I want to see him challenged I want to see how he reacts to it not just name calling I want to see policies I want to see ideas I want to see the things that most of American people and I know you want to see put out there to move forward for four years not the same old same old think that this speaks to how do you see how do you see Donald Trump is he an incumbent that deserves to be uh, to be protected is he instead just a, a new is this a completely new paradigm and is this something that you have to um, say look we're going to start over from scratch and that means everybody's out in the open because his argument yesterday uh, was look I'm way up in the polls don't really mean much at this, at this stage. So everybody else should just drop out and endorse me, and uh, we need party unity, um, even out of the sanctimonious, which is to, to me it's a ludicrous, it's a ludicrous approach to that. Um, but, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, it it's really remains to be seen, and I don't think we're going to really get a good sense of this until maybe after Thanksgiving when people realize that they're going to have to make a decision on this. Yeah, yeah, great points there, Ed. Uh, Ed, uh, I got to go. I appreciate touching base with you, and we got, we got to do this more often, my friend. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Ed. And you can catch Ed Morrissey. Where can people follow your work, Ed? Uh, at hotair.com. I'm, I'm also on Twitter at uh, Ed Morrissey. All right. I appreciate it, Ed. Thanks a lot for your input. Thank you, sir. Thank you. That was Ed Morrissey of hotair.com from Town Hall Media. It's uh, 324 here at WILK. We'll be back after these messages. Come back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 327, 77 degrees and sunny outside. It's time for Rob's Rundown on this Friday, August 18th, 2023. Things that are happening in the headlines and our atmosphere probably won't get into them in depth, but um, they're around us, so we should be aware of what's going on. The Oakmont Park in Scranton will be getting a facelift shortly. A Susquehanna man is charged with child porn. Throw the book at him. But he admits he has a problem. The Pittston Tomato Festival kicks off its 40th year. Make sure you get out there and enjoy that. 
Pennsylvania July unemployment is at 3.5%. The uh, Crestwood sewage fix gets underway. If you're affected by that, hopefully they get it under control soon. Overnight storms impacted several of our roadways. A lot of flooding up by me in uh, Susquehanna County, I saw. A missing man from Springbrook Township. If you follow me on social media, uh, you could see the picture of both him and his van. A 92-year-old man has been missing from Springbrook area. Please take a look and be aware. I also saw the, uh, the silver alerts on the signs on the highway when I was coming in today. And a new COVID variant is detected in the U.S. Don't let them panic you. It is what it is. We'll get through it. And that's it. Got a short Rob's Rundown for this uh, Friday August 18th, 2023. Uh, you can call or text the show at 570-883-0098. Got a lot of uh, text messages in there and says, uh, makes perfect sense for Trump to skip the debate. You don't start your starting quarterback in a meaningless game. It's not a meaningless game. It, it truly is not. And it, the, the, the polls show it's not for him. So, yes, he should because this might make a difference for him. So I get it. Yes, he's the front runner. Yes, He's ahead of them by a lot, but the polls for the general election are showing something very much different. So I, I would agree with you under other circumstances, but if under the current circumstances and being in the atmosphere we're in and who he is, I think he absolutely does need to go to this debate and prove that he can be that person and win over the independents and few Democrats that he does need. Uh, somebody said again, Michelle Obama's going to run. You'll see. Uh, Joe from Trips Park, Biden is such a mess. This should be an easy run for Republicans, but Trump is making it difficult. Take Trump out of the picture, and it's a slam dunk. If we lose, it'll be a major reason we do. I actually have another story coming up, Joe, from Trips Park, that uh, proves it's not a slam dunk, but it, it is um, leaning that way as far as the polls go. So we're going to touch on that a little later when you when you put DeSantis and Biden head-to-head and Trump and Biden head-to-head. And again, this is a perspective general election. We are far away from that. Polls are just that. They're polls. But if you crunch the numbers, and I was looking, listening to a mathematician and an economist the other day um, running the numbers of the current polling, and they, they're saying mathematically Trump does not have a path to the electoral vote in 2024. And that's scary as a conservative. So that's why I'm hesitant, and that's why I'm concerned of the direction we're going and that I want to see a Donald Trump in a debate and be presidential, not just back and forth name calling. I want him to be above that. And if he is, you know, the starting quarterback, then he should be able to and it should be easy for him to do. Uh, And that's why I want to see that. It's 331 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show after the news with Phil Kaufman in for Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is uh, 336 here at the station, 77 degrees and partly sunny. Um, just got a text message in, and it kind of proves my point. Uh, the disgusting news media has turned Trump into the new, uh, nouveau Hitler. Do you actually think any demented Democrat is going to vote for him regardless of what happens in the debate or on the campaign trail? That's my point exactly. If some Democrats, be it a few, don't vote for Donald Trump, he does not win. He has no path to the White House in the electoral counts. He just doesn't. So he's going to have to win over some Democrats. So, so you're proving my point. If Trump runs, no Democrat's going to, and that's what you're saying, I, I think there will be some that vote their pockets. They've hurt too much, and they're going to, even if they dislike him, they're going to say things were better 
economically, and that's the number one issue right now in America. And when I pull up the 2016 electorate, um, Donald Trump won five Democratic electorates. Hillary Clinton took 94 of them. Now, obviously, Donald Trump took 92 Republican electoral votes. And independents went 43 to Donald Trump to 42 for Clinton. If you look at the independent polling now, there's very few who are interested in a Donald Trump. And that does not give him the counts that he needs. So I'm talking, listening to the experts. I mean, I'm just not coming up with this because I want to move on. I'm saying there is, there is mathematicians and economists and people looking at the numbers based on the polling. It's a mathematical equation. It's a way above my pay grade. But I'm telling you, there's just no mathematical way for him to get the electoral votes based on the polling now because it is so far out of the plus or minuses, the three and a half, five percent, whatever it is. It's so far out of that that mathematically there's not a chance. And again, yes, it's early. I'm admitting that. Yes, the primaries haven't even happened yet. We don't even know what's going to happen with the Joe Biden. If Joe Biden has a medical issue between now and then, it changes things, you know. If Democrats say, okay, we are going to be stuck with a Kamala Harris, you know, do they do something different? But I'm just, your tweet kind of stated exactly what I'm saying. If you're saying, regardless, because of what he's been turned into, no Democrats are going to vote for him, that's a problem. Because some of them are going to have to for him to have a chance. And again, he's so far behind with independence than he was in 2016 and 2020. There's a big problem with that count. And that's why when you put them head-to-head with a Joe Biden, as bad as everything is, it's neck and neck. Or maybe just a little bit, you know, it's within the plus or minus regardless. So we really have to pay attention to that if we're going to move forward. And I'm not saying, hey, if he's the guy and it's Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, my choice is easy. Like I said, I would vote for anyone on the Republican ticket before I voted for Joe Biden again. And I would probably vote for one of the other Democrat candidates before I voted for a Joe Biden again, if, if it came down to it. So, you know, there's my stance. We got uh, Joe from Sawyersville on Trump. Joe. Hi, Rob. Rob, if the Republican Party nominated Donald Trump, would that be a, a major mistake? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Well, I have to uh, agree, but the problem the Republican Party has is their candidates are, are so bad. Other than Donald Trump, I don't see anybody getting the nomination. I, I know. It, Joe Biden's doing so great for our country. That's why he doesn't even score well with Democrats. Well, Joe Biden's doing pr- pretty darn well, so I think he by far he's the favorite to win uh, re-election. Because, I mean, who else do we have? Ron DeSantis is horrible, and the other candidates are just total zeros. Listen, I, I, I know some pretty staunch Democrats who, who will at least admit things are not very good under Joe Biden. The mere fact that you're the total opposite just shows that you're just as bad as these, you know, Trump or nothing people. You, you're, you're delusional as far as the economy, as far as everything right now. At least admit Joe Biden's not doing that great of a job. You can like him. You could vote for him again. But everyone that's listening to you right now is paying more for his everything. Their 401ks are down. They're being crushed everywhere. So so to say he's doing great with everything, I mean, the listeners can make that decision for yourself, Joe. I, I appreciate well, well, you. Go ahead. Well, we, we, we see what, what the, the opposition is. They don't offer anything either. So by far, Joe Biden's the best candidate by far. The opposition what, what, the opposition's not in to offer anything at this point. Yeah, but I mean, gas was a little bit cheaper under Donald Trump during the pandemic. I mean, that's a fact. A little bit cheaper? 
a bucket. Yes, of the a gas gallon? has been at an all-time high under the Biden administration. And Putin and the Saudi Arabians are trying to screw Joe Biden. Our, out debt's, of the the hi- our debt's the highest it's ever been. Our, our economy has folded. We've just been downgraded by the world and bond ratings. Joe, I mean, you can like the guy, but, I mean, worshiping's it, not in my way. Well, you know, it, I like Donald Trump, and I like a lot of things he did. But, you know, there's a lot of things in there that I'm saying we should move on. Um, but, I'm hey, saying, hey if, he, if he's your guy and you think he's doing great, I hope he makes you four years well, for uh, you. All right, but I'm saying Trump and DeSantis have no chance at all. Well, That's why Joe Biden's heavy favorite. He is. He's a favorite for the, the winning re-election. Absolutely. We'll see that. And he's not a favorite because they're pretty much neck and neck when you put them head-to-head in the polls. Joe, I appreciate you call. Bye. Thank you. Uh, it's uh, 341 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show. You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio 345 here on this Friday, August 18th, 77 degrees and partly sunny out there. Hopefully it looks like, well, actually it looks like the weekend's going to be pretty good. Hopefully you have something planned for this weekend. I had a busy day all day today. Uh, I, I was on the radio in Washington, D.C. on WMAL uh, doing an interview with my friend Larry O'Connor on his morning drive show. Uh, on the uh, 9-11 planners being uh, offered uh, no death penalty. So I, I did the morning show at 8 o'clock, and then I did a, a tape the TV spot tonight on uh, O'Connor Tonight, with again with Larry O'Connor on Salem News Channel, uh, for an interview tonight at 9 o'clock. And uh, you could find out uh, information on both of them on my Facebook page, Rob O'Donnell, or my Twitter, at, under, at O'Donnell underscore R. Uh, and you can watch me on... Uh, Watch me on TV instead of just hear me on the radio tonight if you listen to the Salem News Channel. Uh, tonight at 9 on the O'Connor Tonight. It's a good good show. We can uh, go back to the phones. we got a lot of people who want to talk today. It's Friday, so we get some free-for-all in here. We have uh, Joe from Plains on No Path for Trump. Joe. Joe, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I didn't hear you call me, though. No, we're here. You're on the air. Yeah, um... What I wanted to say was you, you get on the air every day and you talk um, people out of voting for Trump. Anybody who who is thinking about voting for Trump, you talk them out that he can't win, um, that he can't turn Democrats. Well, I'm going to tell you something. In the last seven years, he's had millions of Democrats go from the Democratic Party to the Republican Party just to vote for him. So don't say that he can't get Democrats to vote for him. Well, that's not who's the only way. The only way to Democrats is being polled now. And no, I don't come on every day and say that. Yes, you do. No, I really don't. And if if you're taking a guy on the on the on the radio's word for it to make your vote, you should do more research yourself. And I'll tell that to everybody right now. But there's a lot of people who don't do the research, and they they listen to you, and and they think that what you say is um, the only way to think. Well, and you have to admit that. No, I I I truly don't. You don't admit that? No, you heard me say it. You don't. You don't think the same, do you? No, I'm telling you, I don't think what you what you say is right. But there's a lot of people who do listen to what you say. So I'm saying that math, ma- mathematicians and economists are looking at the numbers now in the primary, and I say it's way before the general election, for the general election, and they say there's mathematically really not a, tr- a chance for him to, to make that. Now, if, yeah. And I said there's caveats to that if Joe Biden has a medical issue, if, there's, if, if something goes on with the primary where you know Trump starts to impress again rather than just cry about his, his legal issues, then 
things change, those same, don't they? Those, those same mathematicians said that Cary Lake was up by 10, 10 points, right? But what happened? No, it weren't the – they were – She was up by 10 Republican, points. They were Republican mathematicians that did that. Uh, yeah, yeah. And again, if you, um, if you follow the GOP stance like you're saying to do, they just uh, – they said that she was a slam dunk, and she wasn't. So you're kind of going against exactly what you're saying. Well, if you if you watch what's going on in Arizona and what's happening in Washington, you know that they're not going to let any Republicans they don't want to win win, and they've got the systems in place to do it, and that's the only way they can win. They got a Fetterman in, right? And Fetterman couldn't even speak. I agree because of a hate for Donald Trump. Well, how do you think that's no, going to work no, out? No, 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 no. You you think that Donald Trump had nothing to do with Fetterman getting in? Absolutely. He did. Absolutely. Absolutely, which way? I don't know where you're going there. Absolutely, absolutely had nothing to do with Donald Trump. It had to do with um, stuff in the ballot boxes. No, okay, Joe. Joe, they they proved that. Listen, you, Joe. Uh, listen, I'm I'm not going to go down conspiracy lanes. It was investigated. It was. I know. At. We we had we had GOP people in in the House and Senate looking at it. They couldn't find anything. So if right. you have that, mag- you- if you have that magic box, I'm sure there's people. That I don't remember you. anybody look. I don't remember anybody looking for it. I just remember a lot of people declining to see it. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. More people should have been looking, but no one has found anything to date. So to say it happened is disingenuous, Joe. I appreciate. So so the, so I, then. I, Every, everything, everything that the Democrats. I appreciate you call, Joe, but we have to go to the Bloomberg Money Minute. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Like the song says, I got the power. We're going to choose the 2024 slate next week. Uh, we can start from the up downs. We could do school boards in the area. Um, you know, I, we can we can run the whole gamut since uh, I didn't know I had all this power. And I try and give it, you know, from all angles. You know, I, I get the people calling up, calling me the MAGA guy or or such like that. And now I have the people saying I, I should stop saying anything bad about Trump. I'm not saying anything good or bad about Trump. I'm just saying what the professionals are saying as far as numbers that are needed to get this. And if you look at the independents and the Democrats that are way down, yes, they did cross over for Donald Trump in the past. They are not planning to this time around. That being said, because of money issues, because of the economy, uh, you know, I just read a long story that the Hispanics are, are pushing away from a Joe Biden, from the Democrats, because they are feeling it. They, they're the, a lot of them, the middle class in this country, they're sick and tired of feeling sick and tired, and they're looking for another option. So do those Democrats cross over? Some of the callers here show me that they do. But we need the numbers. Like I said, we need at least half the independents, and we need a few, anywhere from 4 to 8% of Democrats to come over. Uh, do they? Are they hurting enough? You just heard from some that said everything's great. And uh, we're, we're going to talk to someone now that says uh, quite the opposite. We got Wayne from Einan wondering how anyone could say Biden is great. Wayne. Yeah, what cocoon are they living in? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's pretty evident to anyone that buys anything or, or has any kind of investment. You know, th- things are a lot different the past couple of years. Yes, they are. Like anything under the uh, Trump administration, I'm not saying it was all Trump's doing, but the administration, okay, uh, was a lot, lo- a lot lower cost than what we're paying right now. Okay, under the Biden administration. Okay, and the fact that we are are losing our standing on the world stage as far as monetary value goes, 
uh, that's another thing that uh, we didn't have to worry about under Trump. Uh, and I'm not a Trump lover either, but uh, the fact that uh, 45% or 43%, depending on the day, of every dollar our government spends has to be borrowed, which turns around and makes every dollar that you have in a 401k or a bank account or anything like that worth less every day. Yeah, um, and I think a lot of people are, when it comes down to it, especially if we keep going down the roads we're going on, they're going to pay. They're they're going to vote with their wallets. They're going to vote with what they're feeling each and every day. Because as if you look at it, we've just hit the highest credit card debt ever in our history. Yes, we have. Uh, house prices have been skyrocketing, and now mortgage prices are above. Uh, mortgage rates are above seven percent again. So people in the last year have bought houses that most likely in two, three, four years will be less than they bought them for, and they're going to be underwater on their house ho- home loans. Um, sure, now that, that, will reco- that will recover eventually. That will on, over the long term. But what about people who don't have a long term? What people? But what about what about the seven, eight percent, or nine percent interest you're going to have to pay, right? Yeah, and they'll have to do that until those interest interest rates yeah. fluctuate, and then they can refinance. <laughs> I mean, that's fixable. I mean, when I bought my first home, our interest rates were higher. Not you know they were above seven percent. Um, yep. but, you know, but we were able to finance as they ca- refinance as they came down. And when we sold our house, we made good money on it. And you know, I, thankfully, because of those decisions, now I don't have a mortgage at all, so it doesn't affect me. But there are so many people affect, affected. You know, who does it affect? Our middle class who, who leave from job to job, who have to move for a better job, or their company closes and they get a job somewhere else, or our military I, that is only stationed somewhere for four or five years. It's going to affect a I big had, portion of America. I had to do that, too, move job, move the company I was with, move job to job, city to city, uh, came back years ago. So I, I know what you're talking about as far as, Buying a new home, then moving into another district, and trying to buy another home, and et cetera, and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, but right now, you you try to do that, it's catastrophic to you. It it is it is no doubt because and, and you move, it depends on which area you move into in the country and what section of that territory you live into, move into. Yeah, you know, because of what the value of the home is. No, I get okay, it. My, but, my my son and his wife just had to buy a house in Virginia Beach because that's where he's stationed and. <laughs> His first house is over half a million dollars, and you know I couldn't imagine that twenty years ago. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. But I'm just saying that's anybody that thinks that the Biden uh, administration is doing a better job than the Trump administration, I don't know where their head is. It's got to be somewhere, but I, I don't know I where. I agree, it is. Wayne. Well, they are bre- using. Go ahead. Okay, thank. You. Hey, did you check on that thing with Schumer? With the what? The thing I mentioned yesterday with Schumer. Yeah, I couldn't find it anywhere. I, I did do a search for it, uh, and, I, and yeah. I couldn't find it. I'm not saying you didn't see it. It was, I, on, it was on CNN. I checked my my uh, my wife called me right about six thirty. Okay, yeah. she was coming home, and that's about when it was on. Okay, but that was like two days ago. Okay, yeah. and it was it, he wasn't in the rotunda of the building or anything, or in the. Uh, like, I'm wondering if it was. was a, I'm wondering if it was an older clip from when Donald Trump was previously in in office. Uh, it could, it because I couldn't been. find anything it, recently, but uh, y'all you know, keep looking because I'd love to have that soundbite. Yeah, Wayne, yeah, yeah, that was a that was a shocker to me. Just yeah. the comment that he had made. I got, I gotta go, Wayne. I hope you have a great okay, weekend. Okay, take care, buddy. Thank have a good you. weekend. Bye bye. Bye. It's uh, almost four o'clock here on WILK News Radio. The Rob O'Donnell Show will be back after these messages. 